shit together. Like, I want to, I want a shirt that says, "If your hairline is fucked up, don't say nothing to me." <laughs> a lot of niggas wouldn't be able to talk. Because I'm just like the audacity of these fools to think that they have options out here when it comes to women, and your hairline is fucked up. Yeah, that's just as bad as stinking, having bad teeth. Yes, this is a, a major feature that can be seen. You know, like this is this is one of the parts of you that's supposed to be sharp, always sharply done, always looking right. You know what I mean? You can be different size, but. There are certain things that have to be right on you no matter what size you are, in shape, out of shape, whatever. Your 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 face gotta be right, your hair, haircut, the chick gotta be sharp, hairline gotta be right, your smell gotta be right, and your clothes gotta be right too, as a man. You know yeah. what I mean? So Yeah, you know, and your teeth, if I didn't mention teeth. Teeth definitely gotta be right. Your teeth, hygiene, all of that. All of yeah. that. That's a, that's, a, that's a real thing that nobody wants to have a conversation about like it's one thing to see somebody look their best and dress nice and have nice things mm-hmm. but if I can't really fuck with you when you sick and you look like you missed two weeks of the barbershop yeah. are you really worth it? no see and this is the thing I have this issue with my girl and stuff like I tell her, I was like, yo, you understand that the way I do hygiene, even in a relationship, is a whole nother level. Like, she likes to share shit. And mm-hmm. I'm not about that sharing shit life. Like, there's certain things that are, <laughs> you know, like, I was, um, what was it? Like, she'll be using my, my hair pick. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, don't, don't use my hair pick. And she's like, it's your hair pick. You just pick your beard with it. I was like, don't use my hair pick. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my shit. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm very. And there was somebody on here was somebody was having to talk about hygiene and sex. It wasn't really specifically talked. Somebody just brought it up in one yeah. of these chats the other day, and one of the niggas said, "If a bitch got stink pussy, I'll tell her to hop in the shower before I hit it." I'm like, see, this is this is where you niggas don't be having standards. If mm-hmm. a bitch got stink pussy, when I show up to fuck, we not fucking. Listen, what's up, visual facts? I just feel like you get to a certain age where I shouldn't have to tell you about yourself. You should be able to check yourself. Nigga, we, you knew we was fucking tonight. Why haven't you taken a shower? Yes. Why did you take a bath? Why Why is your pussy funky? Why would and you come this, into this a room with like, funky pussy? It's one thing that you don't know or you didn't care to check before I got here, which tells me what you think about me. Yeah, exactly. And then, it tells me how you think about yourself and you take care of yourself. But then after I have to have the conversation about you correcting something that I feel like you should know how to correct, mm-hmm. I don't even want to know more. Yeah, that's a turn off. And I don't even go to the second part that you went to where you said how you feel about you yourself. Yeah. I'm mad at how you, how you disrespected me. Yeah. Do you, think I, do you think I came over here and didn't wash these balls and ass and all that, you know, for, for <laughs> sex? I know you gotta go down there and, and be inhaling stuff. I know I want it to be fresh for you. You yeah. come in here with stank pussy, right? That's disrespectful. Mess up my fur. Listen, <laughs> completely disrespectful. But um, you know, that's that's the, that's one that's a part of one of the levels I want to talk about tonight. Um, so, um, this is the real relationship rapport. 
Uh, that is Dungeon, OG underscore Dungeon on Instagram. What's, What's up, Facts? We see you down there. Thank you for coming through. Uh, my name is Shan from She Gets a Pod, the Real Relationship Report podcast, Loud Mouth Stereo podcast, um, So What Page Beyond Bid podcast, Cozy Moon podcast, all of them things. So uh, this is a podcast where we talk about relationship type things. And um, tonight's show for December 17th on a Friday, I wanted to talk about levels of intimacy. Uh Because I think it's a deeper level of connecting um, and making everything better outside of the sex part. And the, the crazy thing about different levels of intimacy, all of the different levels of intimacy that I'm going to talk about makes the sex better. True. And I feel like people are out here um, wanting to hop on everything and anybody because they don't understand that there are levels to connecting with somebody outside of penetration. Mm. Mm. And um, the sex connection is just easier and effortless on satisfaction satisfaction um, when you have another level that you share in connection with somebody. Yeah. Preach. Preach. Um, so I am in my 30s. Okay. Um, but I feel like I valued different levels of intimacy in my 20s. But a lot of young people don't. They don't care to get into it. They, they don't want to know it. Some yeah. women may um some women may understand it early because they might have dated older or um some young men may understand it when they're young because they date older women and those older women want to teach them that there's another level of being with a grown woman mm-hmm. uh, you know the difference between uh pussy and um vagina. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so um, it's, it's a difference and uh, I broke it up into seven different levels I broke it up into one talking money plans mm-hmm. two uh, good communication uh-huh. three sharing opinions and beliefs four experiences and uh, feelings five sharing future goals and dreams six sharing sexual desires and seven sharing your fears so basically all things you do when you're in a serious committed relationship yes (laughs) but you know what's so crazy like I think people today don't value it because they don't they're not even in these these short uh, fake relationships that they're name calling long enough to even figure out these levels with people yeah, for, and, and this is what what people don't understand is what you're about to talk about, especially uh, kind of goes goes in with um, the quick conversation we had the other week, where it's like you don't get to have porno sex in your in, in this age bracket all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, yo, why ain't that sex hitting the way it used to? This 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 ain't that part in life where your sex mm-hmm. gets to be like that all the time, but. If you add some intimacy to it, 
you will get a lot more good sexual uh, experiences than not because you have those extra connections that you're about to talk about. Because that does, the intimacy adds to it where, you know, yeah, you may not be stroking it out all night like you used to, but, you know, eating it and seeing the pleasure from your partner and know y'all having a mental connection and you know what to touch her spots. She knows how to touch your spots. You know, mm-hmm. that can be just as good. You know what I mean? So that's the difference yeah. with how you're going to, that's, that's going to be one way how you're going to get your, your hot sex again now is by having that, that uh, intimacy through certain types of connections. And this is why <clears throat> people be like, how you 30 and you having a sneaky link? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because by 30, it's kind of like, who are we hiding from and why are we hiding? This is true. This is definitely yeah. true. And, and and I feel like in your 30s, you should be craving something more than, oh, I'm a fucker. Yeah. Let me, let yeah. me stick it over here for this dick. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> So um the first the first level of intimacy I'm gonna talk about level one talking money plans mm-hmm. to me because we all want things it's a human instinct we need things we want things we have desires I feel like having a level of conversation and discussion regarding money uh plans with money how to grow money even a man talking to me about a way to uh, help my money make money. And I'm not talking about, you know, let me uh, borrow your W-2. I'm going to bring it back double. You know what I'm saying? Because we are, listen, <laughs> we are coming up on uh, tax season and then yeah. don't be out here hard, okay? Yep. Don't be, see some weird-ass couples in the yeah. next four months for no reason for that reason. I'm talking yeah. about like you know, let's say I grew up and nobody talked to me about budgeting. Nobody talked to me about uh, life insurance. Nobody talked to me about ways to utilize my resources as fun as far as money goes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think like they can't open a business, they can't start a business, but there's lots of grants out here. Whether you're a minority, you could get a grant to start a business. Whether you're a black woman, you could get a grant to start a business. I think a new grant came out for women, black women who want to start a business last week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if you could sit there and you can talk to someone that you like looking at, and they're appealing to the eye and you're appealing to them, but y'all can sit and have like an intelligent discussion about money. Yeah. Something we all use. It just makes that for me, it makes my craving for a person more than they like they look good. Yeah. That, um, that's that's definitely a fact. But I, I feel like the, the the jewels that are being dropped in here once again this goes into people who know how to search and for make properly and yeah. to, to vet vet them properly because these are conversations you will have when you're yeah. you're uh, about to get into something serious with somebody and then it that also will turn you on to the point where you're like listen I know uh, I want to build with you because we're on the same wavelength we see eye to eye. 
we're, exactly. in the, we're headed in the same direction financially. And it has turned me on that you've got a game plan where you're, you know, even as the man, you're like, listen, this is what I think we need to do. We need to open up an account here. Or your, your girl's saying, too, like, let's open up an account. Let's start saving this out of each paycheck. You know, when we're, we're trying to get this house by then, all that, that's all turn on talk. It turns me and my mm-hmm. girl on when we talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> making the future plans and stuff. So, and then it gets even sexier when you see it start to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? When the plans start kicking in, when you're, you're actually going looking at houses and, or, you know, thinking about moving in together and looking at apartments or whatever and, and, and opening up accounts and investing together. You know, these are all grown ass things. It's about being intentional, and that's attractive too. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like I, I tell people all the time, like I'm not accepting no man that wants me in a way of being more than just friends. Yeah. I'm not accepting no man sitting in my friend zone and not speaking up for himself. So I was talking to a male uh, podcaster that I podcast with a lot, uh-huh. um, and he was like. There is some man in your friend zone right now that could be like the one for you. And I I was like, there's absolutely no man sitting in my friend zone that's for me. And he was like, there is. You you just not looking in that direction. And I told him, I'm telling you that there is no man that has been a friend of mine in the last three to four years and currently that I will ever be like let's be more because I'm so honest to to a point and I'm always evolving because that's what people do to the point of if you had any discussion with me in the last two years you know that I'm not, I'm not accepting maybes I'm not ex- ex- accepting let's see and I'm not accepting creeping around the point yeah I am only respecting and accepting directness. There you go. So if you didn't come to me directly and be like, hey, I've known you for X, Y, and Z. I think this about you. I think you're X, Y, and Z. And I think we'll be really great doing this. And that's what I want. And you don't have that conversation with me, but you're sitting around me. You chilling around me. No, it's a no, because that tells me that you're unsure about what you can do for yourself. You're unsure about your credibility when it comes to me, and you're insecure. Yep. And I feel like we're, after a certain age, you're too old to be doing that shit. Yes! What? (laughs) I'm not going to be no 30-plus-year-old man being friend-zoned by no girl. Hello. You trying to friend zone all this, all this <laughs> real, not potential, all this real leadership and all this real good shit and good dick and good money and good life. You ain't gonna friend zone that. You you should be friend zoning these homeless niggas that you fucking around with. I'll be damned if you friend zone me, which is why I've never been into female acquaintances like that unless we was really cool or met through work or something. Because mm-hmm. my pride won't let me get friend zone. I'd be like, I'm not the nigga you put in the friend zone. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just not. You know what I mean? So I'm like, this disrespectful. Who's in here throwing snowballs? <laughs> I can't even see nobody. 
Yo, how, you can be allowed to come in the room with the. Oh, okay, good. Come in and show yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, doing this all earlier today. So I'm funny. About to fuck somebody up with this feature later on. I can't wait but, to go in the ignorant ass chat and use this. Use this to let kick me out. <laughs> What's up, Infinity? But it's true, like, um, you don't wait around for someone else to walk up to something you want in your 30s. That's not what you do. This is not elementary. This is not where you see a girl that had the red crayon and you wanted the red crayon, but you let her have it because she was cute and you go home and you tell, you know, your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad, like, if you see somebody that you want in an intentional way, you shoot your shot. Yeah. That's it. Plain and simple. I'm not going to be in my 30s playing these kind of child games. These are child games. We're right. not playing in 30s. Like, you, you in your 30s or late, late 30s, mid 30s still talking about, oh, yeah, we just friends. My man, you, have, you don't have potential and you don't have it in general. Because that listen. means you know, on either level? Nah, my brother. Sorry. <laughs> listen. And so when it comes to like money plans, why it's a level of intimacy for me, it, it, it tells you where a person is. And it uh. cancels out all of the question marks that you possibly had about a person being a part of your future. Also, if you're asking the right questions. So uh. if I'm talking to somebody and they can be the yin to my yang in this example. So I know... Honestly, I suck at saving. I suck at saving money, but it doesn't mean I shouldn't be practicing saving money. Exactly. It doesn't mean I shouldn't be practicing some sort of responsibility. It doesn't uh-huh. mean that um, there's not, I shouldn't be uh, reaching out to find resources to help people who may not be the best savers. Um, and maybe I'm talking to a man in conversation about money and he gives me some tips on how to save money in a better way. You, I, If I could walk away from you learning something, that's a level of intimacy that we share. Yeah, of course. But it, these are also things people, a lot of people just don't give a damn about. You know, because there's a lot of broke people dating each other. And <laughs> broke begets broke. You know what I mean? They're not worried about that that kind of stuff. So their level of intimacy comes on. Who got weed for the night? You buying that yes! bottle? Of- and or or <laughs> let me tell you a way where you let me tell you a way where you can scam the government. Like yeah. I don't want to have that type of money conversation. Yeah, it's all it's always a scam. It's never a legal way to make money or a long term way <laughs> to make real money. Yo, let me yo, you got two hundred dollars. Yo, let me go to Atlantic City and flip that for you. Or oh, I Listen. know this person that that that's been DMing me. On on Instagram, and says that if I do this this cryptocurrency thing and film a video, they won't hack into my account and steal it. And then, like, come on, man! Like, somebody wrote that as a post. They're like, "Yo, you niggas are so desperate for money that you let everybody steal your accounts." Because that's why everybody people getting hacked because they keep doing that crypto fake fake bullshit and keep getting hacked by people. Did you see um, on the news on CNN talking about there's a um, cyber uh, hack happening right now that's happening on everybody's digital devices and even the head of uh, cybersecurity d- he's not sure how we can fix it. 
Now, what is what is the what's the hack that's happening? The hack that's happening is basically there's a cyber digital hack happening right now across uh, millions of people's devices where your information is being taken and transferred to other places, which I feel like this is always happening. Like, this is not new. If you have Facebook, they tell you verbatim, like, oh, we've been selling your information to Russians for the past three years. Like, that's that's basically been a thing. Uh, but it's been on the news recently um, on CNN that um, there's a whole cyber hack happening. And if you have any uh, social um program to find the loopholes in it and try to patch it as soon as you can. Like it was very vague on what you can do to prevent it. But mm-hmm. basically that's something happening. So when it comes to like just having a level of discussion that's bigger than so what you do today. What's your favorite color? And 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 talking about, you know, how can I protect my investments or you know like I really want to grow my money in the next five years what are some things that you're doing what are some things that I could possibly do and somebody put you on to something that can change your life for the next 10 years uh-huh. like yeah. that's why like I'm just like I don't have any friends that I can call or they can sit and call me and we can sit on the phone for five hours and gossip. I got shit to do. Yeah, as an adult. Yes! <laughs> as an adult. And it, does, just... it doesn't make me it doesn't make me less of a friend because I haven't talked to you in a week. It doesn't make me less of a uh, uh, a person that's attracted to you because I haven't talked to you in a week and a half or I didn't call you today. Like I got shit going on. And when I yeah. talk to a man that I'm interested in uh, and we have, we're having a financial discussion, I want to talk to him on a realistic approach. Like, yes, I do have the money to go out and go buck wild, buy drinks and buy an outfit. But mm-hmm. Remember that goal that I said I wanted to do last month? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like a third there or I'm close to the goal. I'm going to be able to do this. Like people really think you get into a relationship with a person and then automatically their good habits become your good habits. That's a fucking lie. No, not at all. That definitely doesn't work that way. Definitely like doesn't work. We got um three messages I'm gonna play in. What's up, Abel and Infinity? Yeah, I want that's why uh men who don't know a woman's body, I think that men should meet women with stretch marks. And study the stretch marks. It's got stories. Doesn't mean that she had a baby or she gained weight. She just got stretch marks. Same thing with a dude. If you got stretch marks, you could talk about it. Get to know the body. That way, if a stench does come from somewhere, you can get used to it. You can't <laughs> complain. You can't say, well, babe, you stink. Well, we got the same stretch marks. We talked about it last month. What the fuck? Oh, my. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> that, no. Stretch marks and stinking is two different things, bro. Listen. <laughs> like, I was with, I, I was I with them up to a point. Yeah, I don't have no problem with a girl rubbing on a woman's stretch marks, but mm. I do have a problem with a woman that stinks. If you stink, yeah. I'm not fucking with you. It has nothing to do with your size. 
There's yeah. little girls that stink. Big girls that stink. Medium girls that stink. I have smelled you don't have good hygiene. I have smelled some delicious bigger women and bigger men. Okay? I I I love seeing someone who is not society's norm of the standard or the beautiful really like confidently walk in their shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like so like somebody having stretch marks or having scars does not automatically make them a downgrade or oh I don't I don't expect you to smell good I don't expect you to have good hygiene because you look like this no <laughs> you know what I'm saying you gotta make it make sense yo since you guys are talking about dating last time I spoke to a man here he said he is 31 years old but he is dating 19 years old girl. Mm. What are your thoughts on it? Those are the men that don't want to be challenged in life and they want to feel like they're superior always without being challenged. Yeah, I'm not into pedophile activity as a grown ass man. <laughs> I, I always look at men do that kind of stuff. It's kind of funny. Like, it's, you know, it's different. When you're younger, when you're 19, and you're like, oh, you know, she's 17, 16, but you're not going to be no 39-year-old dating no 19-year-old girl. I'm sorry. That's not, mm. I don't think that. Not, not as a man. Sorry. Can't respect yeah. it. Since OG talked about being broke, is it true? I mean, someone here told me that do not date a broke guy because a broke guy will cheat on you. I said, why? Because he's got too much time in hand and he's mm. uh, mastered the craft of craft of smooth talking because he's got too much in hand, too much time in hand and he talks to multiple women. Uh, yeah, the, that's what no job and a broke person will cheat on you. Do not date a no job or broke person. That's what the guy told me. think being broke has anything to do with someone cheating per se I just feel like as a man in a lot of different cultures for instance in Jamaica you can't marry anybody in Jamaica as a man and you not have a job or a home or something like it's kind of like um, in different cultures the family chooses early in those children's lives what families they're going to marry into. And it's because this family comes from this integrity and they have this. And in exchange for this, it will make our family line powerful in this. And then that's what makes those two kids who grow up to be teenagers and, and adults compatible. We don't even know if they're going to like each other. We just know family-wise, uh, foundation wise it's it's set up to be successful already so let's um hone in on this and let's have this be our focus my thing is like a man who is jobless who lacks um focus who lacks passion who is not actively already living in his truths where are you gonna leave me sir yep and we know that that's why most of the time the one thing they're good at is uh, giving dick because they stay in bed all day. So yeah. 
do is pleasure a woman, and that usually tricks a lot of women into keeping them because they're like, you know, well, he got potential, one, because that's the reason he's there. It's because you already mm-hmm. believe in potential. There's any man who's there with that, that has proof of what he's got going on, you're going to be satisfied with. It's just like I said last week or two weeks ago. Nobody ever says um, you can't help who you fall in love with when that man is doing what he's supposed to do, paying the bills, treating you good, uh, laying the pipe, uh, being responsible, leading the family. Nobody ever says, oh, you can't help who you fall in love with. But as soon as you got a shitty-ass dude who's either beating you or cheating on you or no job and has potential and ain't got shit going for himself, He's the one that you can't help falling in love with, you know? Right. So that's why with this, the broke nigga thing, just, there's no need to date broke men. Like there's a whole bunch of options of men out here. This dating broke men shit is just because a woman or whoever's doing that does not know their self-worth and thinks that that's all they deserve. And that's why they do it. Cause we have had numerous talks about why broke men don't deserve no pussy and nothing else. And yeah. that you should be dating a what we call him on this show poverty line ass nigga. So yeah, <laughs> stay away from. Him. We had too many conversations about that. Too so many. the second level of intimacy is good communication. Okay. Mm. Now it's a lot of people out here lacking because technology is making people lazy. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of men out here who are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s and can spell. And uh, that usually comes through when they're trying to talk nasty through text. Okay. Um, and through text and, you know, uh, social media, you can't find people's intentional tone. People don't know exactly how to say what they need to say. And you're not always going to be able to understand a person's needs through social media. Uh It's too vague. So like communication wise, you know, if you talk to somebody in person and you see their facial expressions and you see what their hands are doing or you see what their mannerisms are when they lie versus when they tell the truth, you're going to pick up a you're going to pick up on things about a person that you won't be able to pick up through text. Um, when someone's upset and they talk to you a certain way and their tone changes, you're going to pick up on a different level of a person. And that's, that's automatically some form of intimacy because with your tone comes a feeling. Uh-huh. The way that somebody says this, that I instantly feel safe or in fear. The way that a person uh, maneuvered their fist when they said something or when they hit something when they said it. Yeah. What did that to me? How does it make me feel about this person? Um, I thought they they will never be able to, you know, let themselves get this angry. I thought that they, you know, would have more self-control. Um, when somebody gets happy, do they get uh, loose? Loose in a way where they're embarrassing or they can't um, handle themselves or they're disrespectful. Do they get loud? Um, uh-huh. do, can you see them like spiraling out of control? Um, good communication is also knowing when to shut the fuck up. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing when to shut the fuck up. Pick and choose your arguments. Yes. Especially when they're relevant. Don't don't be sitting there just complaining about every little thing. Oh God. People working, people out here, you know, trying hard, that demand kicking their ass at work every day and and then here you come with your little petty ass arguments about everything. And nobody got time for that. All that will do is lead to resentment and your partner resenting you. And you don't want that because that's not going to be healthy for a long-term relationship, obviously. You know what I think a level of intimacy is that people don't talk about also is um, I don't know what you would call it, but it's more like having some level of uh, consideration in real time. So like, let's say that you were with somebody and y'all lived together and they had what you just said, a hard day at work and they just came through the door. I know uh-huh. there's, there's probably like six things I want to tell you face to face and talk about, but I'm not going to start talking as soon as you put your key in the door. Yeah, like, can I just de de uh what what is it uh decompress decompress that's it I don't know what to debrief decompress <laughs> please you know like let me sit let me breathe let me let me watch the news real quick let me take my shoes off let me have a drink and then come to me and be like hey so now that you've relaxed for like an hour hour and a half yes. you know maybe maybe you started cooking dinner maybe you pour me a glass of my my favorite yak and then you're like babe, I want to talk about something. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. What's up, babe? You know, I done got to had, had an hour to myself, you know, mm-hmm. just to kind of relax and all that. And I had to teach my ex that because she was one of them people, like, where she wanted to talk not only before, she wanted to talk before I got in the door. Like, she mm-hmm. needs to talk from the ride home from work. I'm like, nigga, we live together. I don't need to talk to you the whole ride home from work. And then once I get in the house, too, like, I'm not, no, that's not what I want to do. You know what I mean? So that's a, that's a big thing is knowing when to fall back from your partner and give them their space because uh, that 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 will anger some people. Because yeah. you definitely need space and like you said, time to decompress after a long day. You need to you need to know your partner. Yeah. What's up, Marcy and Fly on the Wall? I think I, kids don't know any better, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, a child will run up to their dad at the door or their mom at the door as soon as they get to the door. But I'm not expecting the person, the grown up that I'm adulting with, to, to start at the door. Yeah, and, you well, know, a child is genuinely happy to see you. They're not gonna come to you and be like, "I got complaints." Usually, usually, yeah, you know, yeah. So it's easier to accept the child, and maybe you know your child makes you happy to see them as well. And you know they're not gonna bother you. It's gonna say silly little shit that makes you laugh. But the the spouse coming with nothing but complaints, as opposed to like either good news or some good loving. Nah, just let me decompress for an hour, and then we can talk about whatever it is you need to talk about. Yeah, even if it's good news, like I don't want you jumping on me as soon as I get through the door because you don't know what my mood is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I saw, I saw there's a video going around this week of women they just do the dumbest shit when they I understand the excitement but when they find out that they're pregnant and they pee on 
pregnancy sticks and they put them in places where men are eating their food. Oh, that's the new trend? Ma'am, you peed on this stick and you put their pregnancy test stick under this man's waffles? Yeah. Let me tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that pisses me off about about nonsense from the internet. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. and that's something that could possibly. Nah, you know what? They're doing it because they're safe. They're like, you ain't going to break up me find out I'm pregnant. Because usually I'd be the type of man to be like, yeah, I don't know if I'm, this going to work out. <laughs> like, That's disgusting. Don't fuck my food up, man. Putting that damn pissy baby stick on there. Like, <laughs> it's not an uh, engagement ring, okay? Even yeah. that food, I'm just like, wait a minute, because I got a big mouth and I'm greedy. You might not want to put the engagement root ring in food because I might swallow it okay but (laughs) like don't put your pregnancy test that you peed on ma'am in someone's food or cup and and be like I'm pregnant aren't you excited no I'm disgusted I'm disgusted (laughs) that you would put this shit in here and I haven't eaten all day or it's breakfast time and now I got urine in my in my plate yeah but this this goes back to how people don't understand hygiene and the levels of hygiene. That's why they would do something nasty like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I get it. It is, it is what it is. Another big thing about communication when it comes to intimacy is knowing, like, let's say there's a disagreement, right? Uh-huh. Talk about you know, when you're unhappy or when you're upset, what does that look like? What is that process like? I know it's a weird thing to have a conversation about when y'all are not upset, but the reality is it helps the other person prepare for the do's and don'ts during. Mm-hmm. Are you somebody that wants to deal with the issue as soon as the issue happens? Or are you somebody that you peep a problem during the day and you wait till you get home and it's just you two to discuss it um talk about you know how it should have been handled and what you didn't like about it so both of y'all know better next time and it's one thing where someone might be upset and they'd be like so when i'm upset i don't i don't want to be talked to i don't want to be bothered i want to be left alone but what if you're with somebody that doesn't know that and their their way of getting to a solution is barking all the time you know what i'm saying and and that's a communication thing where instead of us always having a repeated issue or a repeated problem me and the person i want to do life with have figured out a way to communicate without yelling disrespecting each other and having a discussion and we know like when this person does this they want to be left alone Um, so if I have a problem the correct way on how to approach this person is this way and that you're you're not going to get that automatically that's something you're going to learn over time but as long as you're learning and you're getting better I'm cool with that but my issue is I'm not going to have the same discussion about how you talk to me, um, how you disrespect me, and what I'm not about to tolerate five times before I'm just like, I'm done. Exactly. I feel you, but that comes with the emotional honesty 
and knowing how to deal with the person you're dealing with, explaining that to them as part of the relationship. You know, you have to be yeah. able to tell them, this is how I am when I'm in a bad situation. I don't want to be spoken to. Wait till I calm down. Give me a few minutes and then we can talk. But you can't be two grown-ass adults in a relationship talking about I don't want to discuss this problem. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be you have to be willing to communicate, period. So yes. that's where if you're not emotionally honest, you're not older, mature enough to be emotionally honest with your spouse, then you're probably not mature enough to be in a relationship. You know? Because... Or you're just not mature enough to be in that relationship. And that's okay as long mm-hmm. as the other person can be like, you know what, this is not gonna work out best for the both of us. So let's not do it. And my issue with that is when people don't fix that with just them and they bring apart, they bring in a someone that cannot walk out of that shit, like a yeah. baby, mm-hmm. that shit escalates, right? So I went out to dinner, I went out to dinner with um two of my friends um last week and we were sitting, we just got in the restaurant, we got seated, we were the only us and then the other group that was sitting at an adjacent table, we were the only black people in that part of the restaurant, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you just heard like a glass hit the floor. And so I turned around behind me, and I'm just like, oh, they must have knocked it off by accident. Oh, somebody knocked it up. And then I heard, bitch, you ain't just throw no fucking wine glass on my back. Oh, Lord. And I'm just like, nah, you are lying. We are in a restaurant, okay? <laughs> um, no, no, no amount on the menu. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, so you <laughs> that this person threw that on purpose? Wait a minute. You were in a restaurant where the menu didn't have the prices and niggas found their way listen, in? Listen, oh, listen. Gosh. And and so you heard it get louder. You's a disrespectful bitch. I will beat your ass here in this restaurant. You don't, you don't want to play with me. And I'm, I'm just like, oh, so they're they are fighting. And it's a man. It's a man, a newborn baby in a car seat. And oh. then it's a woman sitting across, I guess it's the baby's mother. And then her mother, right? Mm-hmm. And so you hear a plate hit the floor. So then when the plate hit the floor, my friend, um, who's a guy, he was like, he was like, Chantal, come over here, sit right here. And so I moved over <laughs> away from the table and, and he got up. He like six one. And he went over there to the guy. He was like, hey, he was like, I don't know what's going on, but um, y'all gotta have to calm down because if they call the police in here, they locking your ass up. Yeah, like you don't know where you at. You know? And so um, the black guy was like, man, I I ain't trying to hear none of that shit right now. She just threw a wine glass at my newborn baby. I will fuck this bitch up in this restaurant. And, you know, yes, that is something to be upset about. Because who throw a wine glass on a newborn baby, let alone that child's mother? Well, so let's let's pause right here. You knew that bitch was that type of crazy. Listen. There is no way you don't go from normal to throwing wine glasses at a baby 
just by because you're upset in the restaurant. You've been doing batshit crazy shit this whole relationship. And exactly. then something triggered you and you was like, you know what? I'm going to act so crazy tonight. I'm going to throw this wine glass at that goddamn baby I just pushed out of my vagina. And see yes. how, if that get a reaction out of him. That bitch wasn't doing nothing new. She'd been that kind of crazy. This is the fact yes. that you, this is your problem because you decided to ignore all the crazy signs because you love that pussy. Your fault. Don't get yes. mad at it now because we in the expensive restaurant. First of all, you know not to bring that bitch to no expensive restaurant. You know she ain't got no act right. And neither do you, apparently. Let me tell you something. So the mom, the mom, the mom over there, and she was like, she was like, "You so fucking embarrassing. You do this shit all the time." So I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Oh, so there you this go. is like, this is like normal behavior. What you just said, this is normal yeah. behavior for this girl. And so the the girl gets up because now she see that like she causing a scene, and they about to get kicked out of this restaurant no matter what. So the guy takes out his money and he's putting it on the table because. He know he like he gotta leave at this point because she embarrassed. Like she embarrassing. So yeah. you know they drove together. Of course. <laughs> so I'm just like, so I'm over there thinking, like, how the fuck is this gonna work when they get outside? So um the mom is like, get your shit and get up and, and just go outside. You need to get out right now before these people call the police. So um the people at the restaurant, they stand in a good distance away and they just looking like okay, so y'all need to just get up and get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so the mom the mom is like, just get out. Just get your stuff and get out. Get up. And so the girl gets up and she, you hear like under her breath, I know you about to get my baby. And so he was like, you ain't touching this baby. Just get the fuck out. You so fucking embarrassing. Just get the fuck out. And I'm just like, oh my God, the dysfunction. And so when I talk about like good communication like if you dealing with somebody that does not have the proper etiquette to park mm-hmm. them in public especially when it comes to just self respect for themselves and respect for other people and then respect for a child a newborn baby a and you, you throwing plates and wine glasses at a baby <laughs> I'm telling you, good communication is not easy to come by, but you don't need to be five months in or six months in a relationship or a year in a relationship and you're still having problems where this person doesn't know how to properly talk to you. And and the problem with that is even what the story you just told us, that's beyond good communication. That's also common sense. You know yes. I mean? And just having a brain as a human, like I'm not dealing with somebody that I have to say that stuff to as an adult. You are an adult. Why would you think that this is okay? Why would you think that it is normal to go out in public or behind closed doors and throw anything at a child? There's this is we're past communication. You you were on the slow bus your whole life, and now you didn't got off as an adult and haven't matured or and haven't gained any type of intelligence because. That is not normal. You know what I mean? That's not something somebody should have to tell you not to do. And by the fact that he said you do this all the time, it lets me know that she's damn near remedial. And so is he for tolerating somebody like that. I'm not going to keep somebody like that around. You're not going to be around me if you're not even smart enough to know I have to, you know, hold hold myself down and hold into my emotions 
and use my words. And I'm not going to throw things at my child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're too dumb to know that kind of stuff, you're too dumb for me to even tolerate you or be in a relationship with you at all. I'm sorry. Exactly. Um, <laughs> understanding, like, a person needs and uh, communication is definitely, like, a level um, of intimacy that is very important where, like, even if the person that you care about and the person that you love can't see that they need something that will help them as far as like communicating goes or understanding, like, I know you won't tell me that you need this from me, but I'm going to go ahead and do this just without you asking, because I know you need this. Uh There's nothing more of a turn on for me than someone who's thoughtful. Yes. Thing about my girl, I'll tell you that is like when I have, if I'm in need of something or in a, a bad situation or hurt or really like you know out of commission, she goes above and beyond in a natural way, not in a you know I'm using this so next time I get fucked up you got to come back. Just a very yeah. natural, loving type of way to let me know she'll be a great mother to our children when we have some. So that that's one big thing for me is like when you in a fucked up situation that that's where actual loyalty means something and people don't understand that you know you surgery or something may not be life-changing you might just be having a knee replacement or something like that and the fact that somebody there in the hospital with you and your family you know making sure you good and talking to the doctors that's the one who is ride or die that's fucking ride or die not this Mm -hmm. oh you just dig down the street got beef with you i'll go shoot him and then you end up getting shot in your head and dying on a block that's just stupidity. There's somebody who's there for meaningful shit, rocking out with your family, making sure that you're going to be here for the long, long term and your health is good and you good. That's real ride or die people that need to be commended. And that also should be treated right and, and, uh, and, and awarded in a relationship. <laughs> you know? You know, people don't understand that. I, and I, and I, the, reason why I don't like the term right or die is because it screams one person is definitely taking advantage of the another person is never it's never balanced mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's why I'd be so against the right or die or that's wifey like ain't no woman gonna be like oh that's my husband but you not her husband yeah <laughs> but man, are too comfortable being like, oh, that's wifey. But she she she's so wifey that you don't even see any pro in actually marrying her. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's just so good that she has the potential of being my wife, but I can't give her that. That's too much. Well, a lot of a lot of people don't give them that because they're getting what they think is the full wife treatment. You yeah. know, the whole thing is like you getting pussy, she's cooking for you, she's living with you, you know, she's she's paying some of the bills or whatever, she's scamming with you and all that stuff. So why would I marry you? I'm getting I'm getting the, the milk. I don't need to buy the cow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm getting the milk. So of course that that and but that's what a lot of the, the standard that's been lowered today that I always mm-hmm. talk about. Um that's that's one of the problems is. What up, baby daddy Jane? Come up here so I can interrupt you while you're commenting. 
<laughs> so that's um that's one of the problems, man. Is like these these cats are getting everything they need, so they don't need to respect you and and lock you down. They're just like, oh yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm you fucking me, you sucking me, you feeding me, you paying the bills, and we rocking out. And you're not demanding any more of that guy. So therefore, why would he put a ring on it? You know? Right. What's up, Spirited? I just did an episode on um She Gets It about if you're single, no, if you're if you're not married, you're single. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of the reason on why single people play house like they're married is mm-hmm. because it's 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 an easier fake me out by actually getting married yeah you know what i'm saying it, it's easy to act like i want you here acting like we are married but not actually being married so i don't feel locked in yeah so, I, so I, 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 talked about, I said i talked about you know you have passed the level of doing enough you are beyond You've been beyond doing enough. So now you're doing the most and they see that they can do the least and still get the most so they won't catch you. Mm-hmm. They won't catch up to you doing the most. So now you have annihilated the pro of them doing more because you've been doing the most for the least. Yep. Facts. So yeah, I definitely talked about that. So you are on point with that one. We have uh, one message. I'm going to play it. Hmm? You, thanks for the uh, broke person talk. But have <laughs> you ever noticed like how a broke man have all... I mean, he always has like at least two or three women around him. Like he's talking to them and two or three women are vying for his attention. What's the specialty of that broke man like he must have like real uh speciality he you know are you even though he has no money you still got women around him no i think listen there are some women who who are fools for the gab there are some women who just want to talk want to feel something, want to have the illusion of it being more than what it actually is and they fall into that trap. And there are some women out here that love fucking projects. Love fucking projects. There are people who will skip stores where they can buy new shit that they can afford to go to thrift stores of things that are used, broken, and falling apart partially, but they can do something with it. Mm-hmm. They love the fixer-upper. We've already established that. The fixer-upper is the popular guy now. Nobody's into the fully established house. It's ready to go. It's built in the 2000s. You know, it's firmly established. Uh, doesn't have any problem with the pipes or the roof. No, no, no. I need the house with potential for what it could be. And let me Listen. put 50,000 Let me put 50,000 into it and then see what happens. But we always see what happens. You don't ever gain any profit. The house is still doesn't doesn't uh, appreciate the value. 
it de- depreciates because the the owner sucks, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's in a bad neighborhood, and it's got too many children, and it's <laughs> it's all in a fucked up situation. Too many baby moms, all that stuff. So that's why that house will never appreciate. But not every every house is a good flip. Not every house is a good flip. And there's a lot of women out here pimp intentionally. I fuck it, I said it. I said what I said. Intentionally <laughs> picking bad houses to flip. Cause this yeah. shit ain't coincidental no more. And you know I I firmly believe that shit. It is not coincidental. No. You know what too, Dungeon, I feel like some men and women pick people that have obvious faults. So when shit goes south, they don't have to have any type of um, accountability. They could point fingers. And they don't want to be with someone that's going to challenge them to be better and meet them at a different level of that's higher that will help them be better. They want someone that's going to let them coast. Yeah, because these these low class niggas out here to convince y'all that that's what it is. Stop! Stop demanding so much of us. Submit to me. Man, why do I have a job? You have a job. Why do I have to have one? You know, I, I came. You can make yourself come. Why do I need to make you come? You know how to yeah. talk. Why do I need to know how to communicate? And then so many of y'all are just going. You know, I have a question for the room, Jen and ladies. And I know, I know, snowballs if you want. You know, I'm right. Fuck that. <laughs> so I have a question for the room. And I asked a female this earlier this week and said she said I was sexist for my number, but I don't mm. think what percentage of of women do you think are intentionally out here? Um or sorry, not intentionally out here, have problems figuring out how to find a, a quality man. On the out of the women in America, what percentage would you say are struggling to find a quality man? Give me a percentage. All three of y'all. 85%. Yeah, I want I want a, I want a percentage. I say 85%. Yo, you said exact shit I said. And I was told I was sexist for it. You you two throwing snowballs. Tell us what's the percentage you think of women that are in this country specifically struggling to find a quality man. Cause mm. I said eighty-five percent. And I was told I'm sexist for saying that. And then there was an argument thrown at me about how women are more intelligent than men. And I was like, that has nothing to do with why so many of y'all are struggling <laughs> to find a quality man after all these years and of practicing and experience that you have. I say 85% because just because you're book smart doesn't mean you're common sense, emotionally equipped. Yeah. And, and I would I put the expert. No, go ahead. Finish what you say. A lot of women think, oh, I have a degree, I have my own business, um, I'm healthy, you know, I can have children whenever I'm ready, I just need the man, the man has to be right. And sometimes a lot of women go from high school, being extracurricular activity, sports, they go straight into college, they're focused, they do well in college because they're focused and they're not worried about socializing they're not worried about dating they want to focus on you know finishing college then they finish college and they're focused on getting this great career then they get this great career and then they pause 
and they say, okay, I did everything right now. Now I just need to fit the man in the equation. And they think the good relationship is going to automatically happen. Even though I've been avoiding what a good relationship possibly is since high school. I avoided it in high school. I avoided it in college. I avoided it so I can focus on my career and be seen by my boss so I can get into the position I feel like is successful. And now I have this five-year time frame left to have a baby and be healthy. And now it's on the man to make this work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the woman, even though she wants the career, she wants, you know, the good life, the uh, healthy relationship, and she wants the baby. Some women are great in other areas and they're cut off emotionally and they don't know how to connect with the man and they don't know how to have patience with the man and they don't know how to be loving, nurturing because they cut, they turned that off for so long. When they go to turn it on, they're just like, okay, so how do I work this thing? Uh, yeah, exactly. When it comes back. You know what I'm saying? Let's play some of these oh. messages. All right. It's funny. <clears throat> I'm so glad you are keeping it OG 100. You feel me? Um, Because I was in a situationship, right? And the nigga was like, you don't compliment me. You don't cook for me. And I was confused because I'm like, you ain't my man. So I don't know why I would be doing all this extra shit. Like, you don't want a commitment, but you want some sort of commitment. Like, that that shit don't work work like that with me. So, yeah. Yeah. Keep keep spitting facts, though. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. And that's the problem because there's a lot of women out here doing the most for the least and for whatever reason that doesn't work and then they find a woman that knows is quality over quantity and when a man be like oh I'm not trying to commit no right now I'm not trying to be in a relationship but they want relationship like shit and they meet a woman that knows her limits and her boundaries they just like well I feel like you really don't like me because you're not doing this above and beyond shit Mm -hmm. when it's no Oh, I, I can do that above and beyond shit, but that's a next level package. Would you like to upgrade? Yeah, you have to pay, you have to pay for that package. That's the yeah. nice And I put a ring Listen, on it. Would you like to upgrade? <laughs> we can upgrade, but you got to be willing to upgrade. Yeah, we can definitely upgrade, though. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> and it's not, just, it's not just women doing the most for the least. There's some men out here doing the most for the least. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where you have women who be like, oh, no. I'm not going on a date for him if he don't send me a dress and a Chanel bag and buy me this and pay my rent. Then I'll go out on a date with him. Ma'am, that is not the average man out here. Men who do that in order to get your attention and temporarily keep it, know that there's a hundred more men that can do that that will get your attention and keep it. And those are the men who have the excess money to pay for the pussy in a long-winded ass way because you're very basic and irreplaceable um, oh. on the level of there's 10 more bitches like you in different cities. And because I'm coming to New York this week, you'll do. What What kind of pussy do you have to have to even have the audacity to say that to a nigga? You know, because I, I get it. Like, I know men have sometimes, the audacity to say Sometimes it's not even about the woman's pussy. It's really about the insecurity in the man that has the money 
to lay out some shit for a woman to have her have the illusion like her pussy is worthy of that when it's really no this man you're helping this man's insecurity when he's next to you when he's in a restaurant to make him feel a certain way it's not about you personally but the way you look and the way you make me look when i'm with you it helps my ego i treat you the way your pussy's worth <laughs> your pussy ain't worth it we're going to tgi fridays and mcdonald's if it yes. is, we'll be at five star restaurants. You know what I mean? Like you not, I'm not just taking you out and buying you Chanel bags because you say so because you got a fake ass. If you not porn star, quality woman, good pussy, you not getting none of that stuff. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it, and it's vice versa. Don't get it twisted. Don't be, don't be doing shit for niggas that ain't doing that for you neither. That ain't showing that they can leave the house, provide for you and your family, and all that. You know what I mean? Stop letting these niggas get get the milk without the cow. Be the cow. Be Listen. the cow. Moo, moo, moo. Okay. Message. Yes. Uh, I am definitely of this elk. Um, I was married for 18 years. And, um, you know, we had a, what, a year or so courtship. Um, and... Uh, I, I did not follow that rule. I had a child. We were living together um, before getting married. We did end up getting married. That's a long story. But as for now, I'm dating and I am single until there's a, a ring on it. You know, at least the, the proposal and an engagement. The engagement, then I am no longer single. Um, I am in preparation of being married. I will no longer entertain other men. And that's my way of thinking at the moment. Okay. Mm. I hear that. Let's see part two of this message. Yeah, people like the fixer-upper because they have a low self-esteem of them, you know, a low yeah. visual of themselves, idea of themselves. Um, they want, if you, at least those that want to be in control of the relationship, they feel they have to have a lesser being in order to be in control. So if you have a low standard for who you are, then you have to have an even lower standard for somebody you would want to control in a relationship. Um, so there's that. <laughs> Facts. Well, I guess because I'm not looking, um, I'm not struggling. So I can't make this a personal, you know what I mean, thing. I got you, you, You're speaking in general. I agree with the 85 shit. Straight up, 85%. I'm with it. Okay, now that it's been said by two women on the panel, 85% of women out here we think are struggling to find a decent man or struggling to have the knowledge of how to find a decent man. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. And that to me... That number is way too high because I'm and this I'm not being it has nothing to do with intelligence because it's just the way men and women function. So I know as a male, we do when we do the dating thing, um, we know what we're going into it for. Don't let don't let anybody tell you any different. Like a nigga knows if he's dating you just to fuck you, a nigga knows you if he's dating you with intent to wife you up and a nigga knows if he's dating you just to use you for something because you're allowing him to and you, you don't know your self-worth. We know that stuff. And for the most part, that is how a lot of men date. 
they know what they're going into it for. They know how they met you, what the situation is, what what bracket we're putting you in. Men put you in the bracket, whether they tell you this or not. We put y'all in the bracket immediately upon meeting you. We don't do potential. We don't do all that stuff. We know exactly what you are when we meet you. If we met you, you talking about I'm gonna suck the skin off that dick tonight. You are automatically out of wifey contention. It's great if you can suck the skin off my dick, but you will not be my wife because you've been sucking numerous skins off dick. We should call you the circumciser. So therefore, <laughs> we will not take you seriously. But we meet you. You talking some good shit, and we're in the right place, um, financially, mentally, maturity wise. And we feel like you you on our level like that, then we will go and put you in the in the wifey competition. Uh, and if it's the fuck boy and a broke ass nigga, we gonna see if we can get out of you. But if you decide to go with the fuck boy and broke ass nigga, because he is the most enticing fuck boy and broke ass nigga, usually has the best best mouth game. And I ain't talking about eating pussy. I'm talking about wordplay. Knows how to you know gift the gab just to trick you in the. Believing that this is what you need, and he, you know what, most fuck boys would be great car salesmen, mm. top tier car salesmen. They go sell Bentleys because that's how good of a talk game they got. Because that's why eighty five percent of y'all, I believe, um, are struggling to to be able to be with a good man because you you fall for the car salesman as opposed to the the businessman. The businessman is who you need to be dealing with. You know what I mean? At least, or given opportunities to. But y'all keep falling for the used car salesman. He's not even a new car. He's a used car salesman. That's what yeah. all the fuck boys are. They're all used car salesmen. And 85% of y'all fall for that. Maybe it's because y'all feel like y'all financially in the same spot. Uh, I definitely feel on the, the factor that Spirit said where it's... Uh, there's just you don't know you don't have any self worth, but we didn't need to question why is it such a high percentage of women who don't have self worth? Can we keep blaming social media? This this goes deep. We we got to dive deep into this because I I need to know because it, it boggles my mind, Shannon. You ought to know this, as to why women are struggling with the same problem year after year after year. But niggas are coming up with new fuck shit year after year to keep tricking y'all. Man, they're not, even, they're not even coming up with new fuck shit. No, it's which, not new makes fuck it, which makes it worse, Dungeon, is because I think it's three things. I think it's women lack accountability because when you hold a woman accountable, you're picking on her or you're, you're making her feel less than or you're mm-hmm. making her not deserving or you're disrespecting her and then a gang of women gonna come at your neck like the beehive right and then you have like (laughs) the 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 self-honesty everybody want to talk about self-care but with self-care comes honesty Mm. and saying like yeah you know i eat like shit um i i look like this but i want to look like that i don't want to work out um, I don't want to, you know, make sure I use products that, you know, make my hair healthy. I want to just slap on a wig and I want to pack on all this motherfucking makeup to look away. But really, when I wipe this shit off and I, I go home and I take off my, my wig and I put it on the dresser, I feel like I'm not worthy of 
the people I go after when I'm all dolled up because I look like this. Mm. And my thing is like, it's okay to get dressed, put on the makeup. If you want to have a protective hairstyle, then fine. Lots of women do it. You know what I'm saying? Wear the wig. But once it becomes, no, I can't go because I don't have time enough to do my hair. My nails ain't done. I don't have any hair to wear. Um, my makeup not gonna look right because such and such can't do my wake my makeup and I don't have the right waist trainer and I don't have this. It's kinda like, damn. So you're <laughs> mentally you're mentally training yourself that you are not worthy enough to be in public. Exactly. And yeah. if you're not worthy enough to be in public, you're not worthy enough to be in a person's presence, honestly. So then you start creating this facade of who you are, and that's not really who you are. So once I feel like once women start to become honest to themselves, then they'll be honest about the man that they want comes with these pros and cons. And is it really that I want this man, or is it society telling me that because I look like this, this is the man I should go after? Yeah, stop listening to society, y'all. Right. And and, and because this man makes six figures, I need to be okay with this man also having seven or eight or nine relationships with other women because men who look like this, men who have this level of success have to have these things also. They have to have the allowance to disrespect me also because this this is the person I chose. This is the life I want. I want the lifestyle over the respect and the the honor of being in a healthy relationship. And that's why I'm just like, oh. it is not up to somebody else to tell you if your relationship that you're having with a human being is worth you being in it. It is between you and the person you're in the relationship with. You got that right. And, and I'll tell you this right now. Yeah, I know women to this day, a lot of y'all still don't understand how men work. And the financial aspect of just this is a misconception. Stop thinking that niggas who make good money have the right to disrespect you and cheat on you. Yeah. One, a lot of men that are making that type of money are very aware of the type of money they make and they're very scared to lose it. So mm-hmm. they don't want to be in divorce court. They don't want to be splitting up, baby. They don't want that. That is a misconception. That the broke nigga has led y'all to believe. So you will continue to deal with him. Mm-hmm. Because I don't hear about all these niggas <laughs> problems with niggas with money. There ain't a bunch of women who are oh, this nigga got so much money, he thinking you disrespect me. You hear that once in the blue moon. But you hear this, this broke ass nigga on top of not having chick off on stuff. He out here cheating on me too. You hear that all the time. So I'm telling y'all, stop thinking that men who have good uh, good make good money are out here trying to cheat on you and do whatever the fuck they want. They actually have assets that they have to protect. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of y'all don't get is like these niggas that are making money don't want to lose it to you in divorce court. So mm-hmm. if they are making money and they are dealing with like, don't believe Tyler Perry films. Oh, I was dating a lawyer and the whole time he was dating a white woman. That is not every fucking nigga on the planet. No. That's Tyler Perry's idea of high class black people. I know plenty of black people who make money and don't have to cheat on each other. Because and, what and, they do is they date within their lane, which I'm a major advocate for. Yes. And they're dating other black women. 
who are making good money. And you and and, I mean? and and the, the the statistic that's always being thrown is most successful black men marry outside their race, and that is not true. The nope. issue is the statistic of how many healthy black families that marry the same ethnicity that they are who are happy is not being had or made or talked about because that doesn't bring about enough drama and negativity. Yes. You're 100% right. I'll tell you right now, I have a plethora of friends. None of them are interracially married. And there's nothing, and we're not saying there's anything wrong with marrying outside your race. I have tons of Negro friends who Mm -hmm. all have Negro wives. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> they all marry black women and these guys I don't deal none about I'm in investment groups I'm with people that do successful shit I'm successful myself none of us deal with that that fucking broke shit and everybody's black on black so yeah. this whole number about oh yeah nah uh, you know anytime a black man makes some money he goes and gets a white girl I'm like no now in the NBA that might be a 50% number I've seen it the they, NBA, my uh, NFL, but them, no. niggas, them niggas, listen, black women start treating them better in college. The thing is, this is why I keep missing out on them. Them niggas, when a D1 athlete comes into college, you know who go after them? Not you black women. Them white girls go after them. The nigga ain't got his self-esteem ain't like that. And then white girls, guess what? They get to keep a Julius Randle. They get to keep uh um who else? Who else got white girls? There's a lot of black athletes. Michael, no, Michael Jordan had a black woman. Um, his new baby, his new baby mom is not black. No, but she's she's um, Costa Rican, so that's minority. Um, <laughs> either way, you you Steph Curry even got a semi kind of minority. My, my thing is this: like, I don't care if, <laughs> if I don't care if you're interracial, and I don't care. Oh, Joel and. My thing is like, don't be like, oh, I chose to marry this person or have kids with this person because black people aren't this or or black men don't deserve this and black women don't deserve this. You can't discredit a whole group, uh, ethnicity of people because of your couple of bad experiences. You can't. I, that, that That's disrespectful. And I will say that about any other race because I don't think that all... Anglo-Saxon people are racist. I don't think that all Hispanic people are one way. I don't think that all Caribbean people are one way. We have different experiences, different exposures, and uh, we just we adapt to things that we are comfortable with, and we some of us explore new shit, and some of us don't. But my thing is like, when it comes to why people pick and why people don't know what healthy love is and why people don't know how to be team members within a relationship that is a personal question that needs a personal uh answer from the person you're asking like i can't answer for everybody because everybody's reason is going to be different but i can answer for me and i think if i am a single woman interested in finding a single man who is at the level emotionally financially spiritually and knowledge wise that i need 
to be compatible with him, I have to be able to answer all of the questions I'm going to throw at him also. Exactly. Let's let's see what Storm got to say to that. Yo, yo, yo. Becoming What's a that? product of your environment is real talk, real talk. I think our community lacks authority and mm. the women and the men um, of the generation before us and nobody's being taught um, expectations and self-worth and all this um, oochie coochie gooey stuff. So Yeah. yeah. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. I want you yeah. to understand, I have a major announcement that I'm going to make at the end of this show. Ooh. That I've been seeing on this app that is pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we we got to do something about it. So, yeah, okay. make sure you're in this show. Let's, let's go on to um, level three of sharing opinions and beliefs as a level of intimacy. My thing is this. How does one find themselves in a relationship um, whether it's two years, four years, ten years and you cannot speak to a complete stranger about what is your partner and your beliefs and opinions on serious topics? Preach! So my thing is like a level of intimacy that I love to have with people I care about and I adore is talking about my values with a person that I think I want to grow with because you cannot raise a child or build a family or have a solid foundation if your values are completely polar opposite. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. And can, can we talk about how people don't value values anymore? Yeah. Can we talk about that? There's a, there's one video footage of that that black woman who was talking about how it's not normal for a man to experience monogamy, and I'm like, yo, that's your opinion, bruh. Like you have to understand. <laughs> she was like, the girl's responsible. What about your morals? What about your values? She's about whose morals? Whose values? Nigga, mine. I have them. I was mm-hmm. raised this way. I don't believe in dating more than one or being in a relationship with more than one person. I have that, like, you don't tell me the values and morals were made by the white man. Shut up. That's just an excuse for fuck niggas to keep doing fuck nigga shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, stop falling for the okie doke, people. Oh, yeah. You know, why, let, why make a man settle down with you when it's not natural? In my opinion, as the black woman who likes to get taken advantage of, no. You don't do that shit. Stop doing that. That's, that's how. That's how all. That's how all them white women ended up in Waco, Texas, getting killed. Mm-hmm. Like that's how cults are created, and one person trying to tell other people to recruit them into the ignorance of, oh, it's just in a man's nature to disrespect you. It's just in a man's nature to have ten wives, and you should allow him. And it's in a man's nature to tell you to shut the fuck up and you must shut the fuck up regardless of if you have a mind of your own. That does not apply to everybody. Yes, there are some women out here that feel like all men are supposed to have multiple women and that's just something we deal with. And that's fine. You can think like that if that's what you choose. 
right? For yeah. me, because I know how I love, I need the person that I love to mirror how I love. That is the only way that it'll work, okay? Um, that is how I see that you value and you respect me. So if I am a person who can only be monogamous with one person, care for one person, love for one person, have loyalty and trust with one person, I need a man who also loves in that way. If I don't, I'm setting myself up for failure. And that is the honest discussion that a lot of people are not having is you're trying to love on someone and you don't even know what what they want or how they love or what they think that looks like. Mm-mm-mm. Because just if I, if I was taught from birth to now and I'm in my 30s that love looks like this, and I go out and I try to love a man to death. And he was never taught that love looks like what I'm expressing to him. He's going to be like, she don't love me. She just like being around me. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. That's what it is right now. And that's why people are wasting their time with people they want to love on. And they don't even know how that person wants to be loved on, let alone ask them, how would you like to be loved on? What does that look like? Oh, that, that involves too much effort. I don't want to have to ask That's an interview. Don't do that to me. You're disrespectful. <laughs> like, shut up. Yes. So um, when it comes to like opinions and beliefs, it's a level of intimacy because I, if, if I'm interested in having a person around for a long time, not just a good time, I want to know what they believe in. I want to know why they believe in that. I want to know um, what do they consider serious in life? that is important. I want to know what's their version of loyalty because everybody's version of loyalty is fucking different. Mm-hmm. Some people think because they chose a woman or they chose a man, they live together, they pay bills together, they have children together, and they come home and they sleep in the same bed. But when I leave your presence, I get to cheat. I get to do things that I probably want to do in front of your face. I get to um, deceive you in your absence, but I always come home, so I'm loyal. And and that's it. As long as it's up, but that you know, a lot of women agree with that. Yeah, he out there. He might be out there with you, take you out to dinner and all that, fucking you in your little dirtbag apartment. But guess who he come home and sleep with at the end of the night? And that's the standard that we set nowadays. Is yeah, as as come home and sleep with me. It don't matter how I am treated. Yeah. That is where the 85% comes from. I'm telling you. You tell that shit, that's another part of it, man. This woo. <laughs> we gotta we gotta do an episode about this 85%. We gotta we can. do an episode about it. I'm up for it. Um the next level of intimacy I put um sharing experiences and feelings. What's up, random Joe and Queen? Um Sharing experiences and feelings, I think, is very important. It's a level of intimacy because you get to know a person's why for how they act and how they treat people and why they treat people a certain way and why they receive things differently than you. So, like, I think if you're with somebody or you're interested in somebody, you should ask some questions like, what experiences help shape you to become who you are? Mm-hmm. Like, there's things that a person that always grew up in foster care would do versus someone that grew up in a two-family home and is their biological parents. Yeah. Like, it's going to be different. Um, 
you know, what what things do you avoid now in adulthood and why do you avoid them? Maybe you had a horrible experiences as a child and you avoid it and you don't even know that this is a trigger for you and I'm going to be the person to tell you that, oh, you're triggered. Mm-hmm. That's a level of intimacy because a lot of people are not open enough to share their triggers with Eddie and everybody. Yes. And and if I if I value you and I want you to trust me and I want you to build with me, it is up to me to not share your triggers and your deepest experiences that you're not comfortable sharing with the world. With no one. You know what I want to throw out too with what you just said that a lot of people don't really focus on or express how it really works in real life is a lot of y'all nowadays don't like talking about uh, things that have substance. People mm-hmm. like discussing stupidity. And you don't <laughs> like talking about things that like make you look intelligent. So I feel like there's a lot of people out there who just won't talk about these things because they're like, I want people to think I'm as dumb as they are. Or I want to look like I don't know much. You know, I don't that being intelligent thing is not cool. I don't want to act like I have knowledge of stuff. And that's ridiculous because that's why a lot of um, communication problems I feel like happen because one, either you pretend to be stupid or you are stupid. Most likely you just are stupid. But there's a lot of people out here who are pretending to be stupid as well and uh, act like it's not cool to be emotionally available and express yourself to another fucking adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, And that's, that's the last thing that I had in experiences and feelings is, do you express yourself well? Uh-huh. Like, to be with someone and they don't know how to express themselves and their needs and um affection that can be such a brick wall that not everybody is willing to work at to tear down mm-hmm. that's facts you no know, just because just because a person is an investor and they flip houses all them their lives and they buy properties and they see a brownstone that needs a lot of work and they will have to tear it down to build it back up before they can sell it and make profit, it doesn't mean because they know what they need to do that they're willing to do it. Some people are just fucking tired. Uh-huh. And, right. if, and if you're at a point where you're tired and you want to build with somebody and you get to a point where you see like, before I can get to a solution with this person as a team, I have to teach this person how to get to a solution before we can actually get to the solution of this problem. I don't want to do all of that. So I'm going to stop right here. Facts. Total facts, people. And it's not mean to not want to work with somebody. It's honesty. I don't have the patience and the stamina to try to work with someone who is a gamble of it actually working in order to move forward where I'm trying to go. So I'm going to politely back out. And that's it. That's exactly what it's like. You, yo, nobody wants their time wasted 
especially with your slow, stupid ass. Like, I see what's going on here. I see what's happening here. Like, I'm not gonna waste my time. This is not an insult. It's the truth. Like, you ain't don't. You not the only one that that thinks you tricking someone. Like, this is not worth my time, yo. Sorry. So I'm gonna keep it pushing. Yeah. Um, my fifth level of um intimacy is sharing future goals and dreams with somebody. Now this could be also kind of a gamble because you don't want to share the things you want for yourself with everybody. But I think once you get to a certain level of intimacy and this person checks out, it's a green light on all of those things. Yeah, you're gonna nat- you're gonna naturally get to a point where you're gonna be like, you know, my future looks like this. This is what I want for my family. Yeah, it looks like this. The rare person, you're not gonna be talking. Yeah, you, you you can never tell me that you're into somebody. Y'all been going on dates. Um, you know, sometimes you spend time at their place. Sometimes they spend time at your place, and you know where they work. And you you get and somebody gonna be like, do you, do you know if they want kids? You could be like, I don't know. I never asked them. No, you've asked them. <laughs> they just never you, gave you a clear answer. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes it doesn't even have to be direct. What does your family look like in the future? Some people would be like, I want to be married and I want to travel with my wife, and I want our families to. Um, you know, be able to come over and us be able to go over to each other's families. Notice that person didn't say anything about having kids. Yeah. Like, it, 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 and, and this is why I'm just like, dog, stop saying that this person manipulated you. Stop saying that this person um, lied to you or Tra- dragged out Tra- relationship. No, <laughs> let's be honest and be like, they said what they said but they didn't say that they didn't want and I didn't ask, but I thought they did, so I assumed, so that's how we got here. Yep. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, be direct. Do you want kids? Mm-hmm. If a man says, no, I absolutely don't want kids, don't be like, mm, I can convince him. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm going to love him. I'm gonna love him. I'm gonna make him say yes. Like if a woman be like, I don't want kids, I don't see myself being a mother, don't be like, I'm gonna shoot her motherfucking club up. (laughs) And there are lots of men out here that think, I'm gonna get you pregnant, girl. It's a turn on. It's not a turn on, that's a threat. It it definitely is a threat. But don't get it twisted. It is a turn on to some women because my boy did that shit live. In real time in front of me, and the girl was like, <laughs> and walked off and proceeded to give him his number. He's like, and that's put, the- he literally was and like, I'm gonna put a baby inside of you. Now, it does go by how attractive you are, and mm-hmm. <laughs> what, 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 if the woman finds you attractive in this, that, and the third. Or he definitely told her that shit, and she walked off and came back, gave him the number, and, and he ended up fucking like a week later. I don't and know that's the ignorance, that. and that's the ignorance that. The last five women probably were turned on by that shit, but uh-huh. for me, I'm not turned on by that shit. And I'm not turned on by that shit because I probably have a child already where their father told me that, and I thought it was going to be something long-lasting, and it's not. And it hasn't been. And I've been doing this by myself. So now when a new man tells me that shit and they think it's funny, I'm triggered, and I don't call you back. And you're going to sit there and be like, I don't know why she didn't call me back. I thought we were cool. I thought it was a nice date. Because you violated me by saying some dumb shit. Don't believe that. 
Definitely violated. Definitely. So when it comes to like future goals and dreams, I feel like that's a level of intimacy because you're not supposed to share that with everybody because everybody doesn't want your best interest. So when somebody's talking to you and they tell you, I want to do this versus I'm actively doing this. So mm-hmm. later when I want to buy this, it's not a problem. When I want to go here, I can go there with ease. When I want to travel, I don't have to figure out if the person I'm in a relationship can travel. Like you need to have your passport if you fucking with me. Like some people will tell you that dead ass. Uh-huh. As you should. As you do should. Password? Do you not have a passport? No. Well, we gonna get you your passport. That's what we gonna work on this week. We gonna get you your passport because I like to travel and I want to travel with you and I'm intentionally telling you now that we are going to go here and I'm saving so we can go here, but we gonna need you to get your passport. Like, and be a man being intentional is a sexy thing. Don't get it twisted. Whoa, a woman whoa, whoa, intentional whoa. like it, it's, um, it's it's sexy to some women. It's not a it's not as sexy to most. Trust me. <laughs> I'm telling you, like again, you, but you also come from a different background. But a lot yeah. of women don't don't be giving a fuck about a man being intentional. They just be like, look, say what I need you to hear, <laughs> or what I say what I I want to hear, and that's it. Like, and, and and dungeon that is where I am the polar opposite. Mm-hmm. I. It, I hate a man who says all of these good things. And that's why Stop I want telling me the good things and show me the good things. Mm-hmm. If you're not showing me, you telling me don't mean shit. And it's not because I, I think you're less than. It's not because I don't have faith in you. It's because what have you done action-wise to show me I should have faith in you? Like what? having faith in somebody and having trust in somebody is not uh something automatic mm-hmm. and i always bring this i always bring this example here you have to have a level of judgment with anybody and everybody because yeah. you're going to find yourself in life sometimes solo and you're going to have to trust a complete stranger so let's say if i'm a visitor and i'm in uh central park and i want a picture in Central Park, but I can't take it of myself. I'm going to have to take a look around the park and see who I can trust with my phone or my camera who probably won't run away with my shit, which means I'm going to have to judge some people. Uh-huh. So so having having a level of judgment is a healthy thing. It's not always negative. Exactly. Fucking judge these people, man. Judge them! <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, another thing that's um, a part of like future goals and dreams is people who are intentional about who they associate with. So if you're talking to a person, they'd be like, you know, I want to be successful and I don't want to get caught up in, you know, people who do this. So I don't hang or fuck with everyone. Mm-hmm. It's not because they think they're better than it's not because they belittle other people because they can't do exactly what they do. It's because they know when you're with a group, you are associated with the group. And ladies, ladies, after we talked about that 85%, I need you to understand how important this is. This is so important. If that <laughs> nigga 
walking around a bunch of fucking losers when you meet them. Understand Listen. that's what your man is. This, this year, men who are, are successful and and got the shit going for themselves hang around similar men. They have hang around people with similar goals and similar similar uh lifestyles. You're not gonna be, you know, successful in life making good money and then hanging around with niggas that stand in front of a liquor store. That's not what you do. And a lot of y'all, I think, don't pay no attention to their friends because their friends, when you meet them, dress cool, got swag. But you don't realize that none of them are making any type of money. I need people to stop relating swag and being cool to having money. Mm-hmm. That is not equivalent. You can mm-hmm. have money. And that, look at Bill Gates. This nigga wearing Walmart sweaters and Bradley's jeans mm-hmm. and, and no shoes. And it's worth $42 billion. Mm-hmm. But Dayton wears $600 sneakers, uh, whatever, Birdman, True Religion Dreams, or whatever, and, <laughs> and Christian Dior sweaters. And it's worth negative $2,792. Listen. <laughs> but that's, that's your man. And that's who you're going to stand by. Stop mm-hmm. falling for the okie doke. Just because these niggas got swag and they cool don't mean they're making money. This is a nigga talk about money. Just because a nigga knows the word crypto does not mean he is making money, hunty. Yes. <laughs> does not mean it. Yeah. And please, all y'all crypto uh, forex people, stay the hell up out my DMs and yeah. my uh, get out my y'all. <laughs> like, we not falling for y'all. You're not gonna. You're not gonna hack my account. <laughs> yes. Oh. Um. The sixth uh, level of intimacy is yes, sharing your sexual desires. Desires. I feel like you should get to a certain age where you don't have to be ashamed because you like something sexually. You should be able to have a discussion about what you like sexually, and it is not the other person's job to figure out how to please you sexually if they don't know you that well. You should be able to tell a person your likes and dislikes sexually and if you don't know it, then you have failed yourself. So, I'm going to ask you this question live again on air. Uh, See if you have changed your opinion because it has been quite some time. So, when you come across the man that you are finally willing to love who dominates you in the way he needs to. But his preference is to have his butt licked. Are you going to send him back to the ex or are you going to do what you need to do? I'm going to send him back to the ex because I know that's a no for me. <laughs> Yo, he's a very clean man. Very that's okay. Mm-mm. <laughs> you just send him back to the ex? Yeah, I had an ex that you know, treated my holes like soup. And when he did that, we never had a conversation about it and he is no longer with me. I just feel like you might need to reconsider. <laughs> I'm just saying like <laughs> it, 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 it's very important to discuss mm, very important of is this sexy to me? Or did you take it too far? Or is this disgusting to me? For instance, not every man likes oral the same way, right? Uh-huh. And some men, the woman that they see as their woman, their 
number one, their wife, they don't want that woman to ever be on her knees giving them oral. Yes. And they don't want to ever nut in this woman's mouth or on her face because that's disrespectful. But what if but what if what if I never what if I having a session with this man, right? And I never asked him his levels of is this sexy? Is this enticing or is this just disgustingly nasty? And I he tells me like I'm about to come and I I have my mouth open and locked. If I do it, I'm gonna think, oh, you know, I gave him another level. I know he liked that, da 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 da. But he's quiet and he's disgusted. No, it's not disgusted. No, no, no. He's not disgusted. He changed your position in the running. That's all it is. He's not it's, disgusted. Okay, yeah, that too. That too. Now, but my now you like, were transitioned to a new position. That's it. Right. <laughs> and my thing, my thing is this. If you don't have certain discussions when it comes to sexual desires and you do things on a willy-nilly, you can completely shift the opportunities and odds of where your relationship is going because you never had the proper discussion. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, just because my last six boyfriends like this and I got to the seventh person and I feel like I'm going to build a future with him and... You know, ever since that one crazy night we had and I got on my knees and I did that trick trick and he just been treating me different. He's very distant and he doesn't know how to properly communicate with me, which is a level of intimacy. And he doesn't want to tell me what I did wrong. I'm trying to figure out and guess and assume what I did wrong, but I can't pinpoint it. Now we both clueless in the motherfucking relationship not working and we just, I don't know. Yeah, well. You know, this is why you have to talk about things ahead of time. This is why we're promoting that women should be more than willing to discuss sex with their man before they have sex with them. Yeah. So this mistake because if you don't, guess what? You may switch your position without even knowing it. Yes. That's your fault for not talking to the nigga. Yeah, man. This is what I'm into. What are you into? What are your do's and don'ts? And they'll tell you, but like, well, one thing I'd ever want to do. With a woman I will consider my wife, as I will not nut in her mouth or her face. So now you yeah. know not to do that. Right. If you don't have that conversation and you a fiend for nut and you would like this dude and you don't know that that's a a kink, a non kink of his, guess what you just eliminated yourself from? Right. The wifey consideration. And not because you wanted to, that's because you didn't know and you didn't act and you didn't have that conversation. And and that's why having certain discussions that are intimate and important is important. And so, you know, I had a I had an ex who we discussed this and during the session, this fool was guiding my thumb to go in his butt. Mm-mm-mm. And I purposely was avoiding it. And I'm just like, nah. Guiding, 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 nah. And when he did that, automatically in my mind, I said, okay, this is going to be short-lived. Yep. (laughs) Because we never had a discussion of if I was interested in that or do you like that? 
we never discussed why you like that, what made you like that. And and you can't do certain things with certain people because automatically my mind went into assuming, why the fuck do you like this? Mm-hmm. Not sure. So have that have that discussion about what your desires are. Um, even for me, like I'm not in a relationship, but I do have a DP. Okay. I do have someone that delivers me wangage. And I asked him, I'm just like, what is it sexually that you would like to try or do with me that we haven't already? Mm-hmm. And he was he was like, I really can't think of nothing right now. He was like, What about you? I said As of right now, there's nothing that I'll be willing to try. Because what I try and what I do and what I watch are three different things. Uh Just because I watch something and it's entertaining for me sexually does not mean I want to be involved in this. Yeah, exactly. And that's why that discussion is very important. Um... My last level of intimacy, again, is something important. It's full of having trust with somebody. You don't share automatically with people. This is not something you share with someone that you just knew kind of for a year. This is something you like two to five years in deep. You share your fears. You share your fears with people before y'all reach certain levels in your relationship. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Because some people will purposely use your fears against you. Some people will um, manipulate you in thinking they have your best interest at heart because they make sure they avoid the things that you're afraid of. Um, or they bring it up when you when you really want out of a relationship, they bring it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and some people will mask the things that you are in fearful of until they feel like they have you locked in. Uh-huh. And so that's why it's like super important for you to have discussions about people's fears. Um, also their experiences on why they might not be as social or why they don't have their kids um, being more outgoing or having sleepovers or around certain family members, um, why they're not very family-oriented. Maybe their family wasn't the best. Like, there's reasons why people are detached from people and why people are very close-knit. Yeah. And I, it, I feel like I feel like it's very selfish for people to assume why instead of ask why. You're right about that. So, um, I don't know. We said a lot. Um, I think we dropped a lot of things that people need to think about. I definitely um I definitely wanna do the eighty five percent show. <laughs> we we doing eighty five percent show, fuck that. That was yeah. what I like because I was like, you know what? After having that conversation with my girl the other day, I was like, I gotta ask. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, You're being sexist. I was like, I'm not being sexist. He's like, You're trying to imply that all women or eighty-five percent of women don't know how to pick a good man. I was like, "Yeah," and she's like, "I think it's like twenty percent of women." I was like, "Negroes, you crazy?" Mm-hmm. I was like, twenty percent of women." I was like, "Then we wouldn't be having this conversation." I was like, "It's eighty-five percent of women." So let's let's play, let's play um, 
What's it called? There's one message we got here. Then I'm going to make this announcement. All right. Oh, did you get it? Yo, that's so funny because I don't want any more children. And it's men who's trying to, I guess, I don't know, find interest in me. Want kids. I said, listen, baby, I ain't the one. Yeah. You ain't putting, I'm, I'm aborting it. I'm letting you know now. I'm not doing it again. No. I mean, I think, I think that's an honestly... Well, I'm not too quick to jump in the bed with anybody either. Like, mm-mm. I got three. Mm-mm. See, for me, um, I got my fallopian tubes removed. I didn't get them tied. I didn't get the bird. I got them removed, right? But through God, there is always possibility. And um, scientifically, if I did want kids, I can go get IVF with my husband and get that done but personally I know I'm at my limit for the love I could give children that are mine Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of women grow bitter when they keep having children and they surpass their limit that they can give a a fair amount of love and nurturing to children and they keep having them because they feel like that's what's going to keep the relationship with who they had the kids with. And that's not true. Um, And I think it's very unfair to the child because they they are the ones that lose out on having a good relationship with a parent or parents. Um, So I knew like two is where I stopped. Two is where I stopped. But at the same time, a lot of men, when a woman says, (coughs) when a woman says I have children and I don't want any more children, a lot of men lose their me- mental space for, okay, so what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. If it's not, you're going to want me so we can make kids and have a family and that's not going to keep you, how can I make sure I'm a permanent uh, position in your life? Mm-hmm. Because for a woman to actually like a man, love a man, and want to be there with a man is not enough for a lot of men. They want to know that they have you locked in by having a child with you or being married to you or, you know, you don't make money and you depend on him to make money and you take care of his house and he comes home and he gives you allowance out of his his account and his finances. Because I've been on here and some men will have a room talking about how they need the 1950 woman to come back and how their listen how their woman is not gonna work i'm the only one that's gonna work in my household and my woman's gonna take care of the household and the kids and i'm just like y'all screaming y'all insecure no what you need to scream is motherfucker you can't take care of a household making 13 dollars an hour Stop <laughs> thinking you a grown man. We man. learn what real money is, and then talk about what you gonna tell you gonna take care of a household. That's, That's the problem. What most of these men have is they don't know what real money is. They think that because they have a job that that's them take care of the household. Yeah, look, you can have a job making five dollars an hour. Can you provide everything you need financially? No, you can't. And that's what that's another talk that needs to be had with these motherfuckers is you are not a provider unless you are making a certain amount of money. And that's real talk. That ain't trying to down nobody. You you can't be a provider unless you're making a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Because you can't pay a certain amount of bills. You can't. 
you can't pay mortgage, you can't pay rent and all that, and and and, and uh, car notes and insurance, uh, health bills, all that, food, this, that, and the third. If you make it thirteen dollars an hour at Amazon working in the warehouse or UPS working in the warehouse, like come on, man, anybody fuck with y'all like that? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, what's up, Brianna? You missed you missed the good gyps. <laughs> we went over um seven levels of intimacy, uh talking about money plans, good communication, sharing op- uh opinions and beliefs, sharing experiences and feelings, sharing future goals and dreams, sharing sexual desires and sharing fears. And I feel like when you have that level of intimacy with a person, is either you in or you out with them. You in or you out. You in or you out. It's not a matter of what else do I need to know. No, you know all that you need to know to know if you need to next level this situation, this relationship. Uh, I, I t- was it today? I think it was today or yesterday where I was having a discussion um, and I said, if you meet a person and you feel like Y'all are not long term. Uh-huh. Automatically, you are just having an experience, and you automatically know that you can reserve your good shit. Uh-huh. You can reserve your good shit because this person is not sticking around for a long time. So, why put your best effort? Why wow. put your why put your best effort? Why do the most? And why should I make sure I treat you the best if I know you're short term? Because Fat. because even when I'm fucking you and we are enjoying the moment, I'm still holding back certain levels of I could do this better, but I'm not because I don't want to waste it. Yep. Don't waste your time. So that's why I'm just like if I if I'm if 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 I know you're short term and we're just fucking, then I will never give you my best. I will never give you my best because that's dumb. Mm. Right about that. So we say it again. No, I just feel like that's just something people need to uh, think about because. You're you're just practicing for the person that deserves your best. So if it's like a technique or a position you want to see if you can do and how a person likes it, go ahead and try it one time. But don't ever make them feel comfortable in like this go out to be a all the time type thing. Yeah, exactly. So what's your announcement? Ladies and gentlemen. To whoever's throwing snowballs in my face because you're a hater. <laughs> hater, hate, hate, hate. Um, I've been realizing something. Y'all all love talking about how real y'all are on this app and mm. how much you you owe. You know, I'm real. These are my friends that sat in the third. You are not real. And I want to repeat this and hear screaming people in the back of Mm-hmm. You are not real. 
If you won't tell your fucking friends that they can't sing. Oh, shoot. I'm so sick of coming to these singing shows where y'all are so desperate for friendship that you won't tell someone they suck at singing. What is wrong with y'all? I've never seen nothing like this. It's like, I'm an adult that needs friends on this app so badly that I won't tell these people that are my friends that can't sing. You niggas been doing this Can We Talk Challenge all week. Some of you mm-hmm. niggas got the fucking head for how badly you sing. And you come on and then people are like, you're so good, Julian. I love your voice. I don't know why you're not a professional singer. Yo, not every fucking body is good at certain things. And this is the problem with America is y'all so scared to stop giving participation trophies to everyone because you don't want to lose a friend. You don't want to lose a friend. Your niggas is almost 40 and 50 years old. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? If someone don't like you because you told them the truth, they want your friend in the first place. Right. Be honest with someone and them accepting your honesty is a true sign of friendship. But all this fake shit y'all be doing on here with the, oh, it's a, it's a singing show, so we tell everybody that they're good. You are lying to people who have no talent. Stop lying to these people. Mm. They fucking suck. I listened to them. Me and fucking Cord did a show doing this, which is why it was probably one of the most dynamic shows ever happened on this app. And we got rid of it because some people didn't like the way the show was uh, affecting their audience. So we couldn't mm. keep doing it. I kept doing the shit because we did real judging. If you came on and you sucked at singing, guess what? We fucking told you you suck. If I go on somewhere and I sing and I suck, please tell me I fucking suck. Stop telling people they're good at things that they're not good at just because you want a friend. Stop looking for fucking friends on social apps. Get yourself some fucking friends in real life. Facts. That make me sick, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that shit made me so mad when I saw this. I was like, wait. So... We just go tell everybody that can sing. We're not gonna. We're not gonna <laughs> tell anybody that that was terrible. You should probably try better. It's just like no, that, that Janice, you um, yeah, even though your dog was howling in the background and your kids were crying the whole time, it sounded great. I'm just like, yo, the fuck is wrong with you, grown ass people? Like, stop this shit. Just tell people they're not good at it, and maybe they should be an analyst. Maybe you should do something else. Focus on something else. You're not good at fucking singing. Just because everybody loves fucking music does not mean that they're good at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was my announcement. Y'all making me mad. <laughs> you know, oh, I can't sing, but when I played Whitney Houston in my car, I did, I could do it. You know what I'm saying? When I played Mariah Carey in my car. I and guess what? And guess what? That's where it needs to stay. Exactly, and I know this. Tell <laughs> me different, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. What I'm not gonna do is lie to you and be like, Shan, you got the voice of the goddess, and you just come down mm-hmm. and, and be sounding terrible because I need you to remain my friend. I should be able to be like, Shan, singing is not your your keep your day job, stay a good mom, and stay doing what you do, but stop singing. 
And we you should know, be able to remain friends. You'd be like, you know what, Jay, you're right. I do suck at singing. Thank you for telling me that. But these motherfuckers are here. God forbid you tell them you're bad at anything. Anything. You know how sometimes people will break up with people and they'd be like, girl, forget him. You uh, and Betty. That's you exactly what it is. I'm the friend that could be like, both of y'all wasn't shit, so I'm glad that's done. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's who I am. Like, I'm a yeah. Like, you are also being petty and 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 problematic, and they were also being petty and problematic, and somebody had to end it. So good. Yeah, that's all, man. Like, stop this whole. Oh, I need to be friends with everybody. I need friends so badly that I can't tell anybody the truth. If if no. your friends don't accept the truth, they are not your friends. I love. I I I I gained a lot of space by being able to tell very close uh, friends of mine that no, you was wrong. You was out of pocket. Yeah, and that's it. You should be able to do that. And I real say, friends, real real criticism. I yeah, I gained space because they didn't want to handle the fact that we were supposed to be friends and I can disagree with their decisions on things. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Listen, do what you need to do. This has been another great Real Relationship Report podcast. Um, You can find us on Twitter at The Real RR Show. Um, I tweet when there's going to be a show. I have discussions with different people about relationship things. I retweet questions about relationships on there. Uh, You can find Dungeon on IG at OG underscore dungeon. You can find myself at Shanby Podden. My She Gets It Pod page on Twitter has been hacked and I'm locked out. So that page is up, but I am not on it. So if you want to find me, that's where you find me. If you have any questions or if you have a relationship like um, topic that you want us to discuss, you can email me at she gets it pod at gmail.com. Or DM Dungeon or myself on IG, and we'll talk about it. But the next show that we do want to do is the 85% of women. And let's not even go into 85% of women blank. Let's just put 85% of women and have people guess 85% of women what? Yeah, they'll, they'll get it when they come into the conversation and hear us talking Ex- about it. <laughs> exactly. So, what's up, Brianna? There you go. You're looking out, Brianna. Thank you for coming through tonight. We always appreciate okay. you with some of our original um, stereo members that are still left yeah. on the app. Because <laughs> so, you're not you're not on here looking for friends, and that'll tell you that you can sing if you fucking can. Listen. <laughs> well, y'all, doing that. y'all be good because it's time for me to go shower and get ready to go to strip club and act like a like a thought. So okay, honey, <laughs> excuse it tonight. I will yeah. excuse it. I'm about to go, about to go throw up some of them honey. You know what I mean? And uh, chill out, chill out with some drinks, smoke a little hookah, and do what I do. So you know what I mean. But uh, y'all be good out there, man.
It's good. Thank you all, all for right. coming through, Shan. It's been real, Brianna. Oh. Y'all both have oh. a good weekend. Have happy holidays and a happy new you year. Too. You too. Catch you on the Peace. flip side. I just want to say this has been our last episode of 2021 and we appreciate all of the listeners. We appreciate everybody that comes through every Friday on the stereo app to listen to Dungeon and myself speak on different relationship topics Again, Dungeon and I are complete strangers in the physical life, but on this wonderful app called Stereo, we um, decided to create this show, The Real Relationship Poor. And uh, I mean, we, we have exchanged some gems and we have met people in the different discussions of uh, different things regarding relationships and um it has really helped broaden our way of thinking and things we think about. Um, hopefully, it has strengthened some relationships with other people. Um, we will continue this thing in 2022. Uh, I will only drop the Real Relationship Rapport episodes on Tuesdays. We will still record twice a month Um on Fridays on the stereo app and uh if you guys ever have like any ideas or topics you would like us to discuss on the real relationship report podcast please email me at she gets it pod at gmail.com and if you want to find any updates or when the show is going to be and all of that shit you can find me at shambi podden on twitter and ig you can also find our show page on Twitter at The Real RR Show, and you'll see our icon pop up. Again, if it looks different, I will be updating the second season of The Real Relationship Report. Again, I appreciate you. Dungeon appreciates you. And um, this, this whole podcast is about having a discussion of things that need to get better in order for all of us to get better. And um, I wish you guys prosperity and good health and um, moments of just feeling grateful and at peace going into the new year. And you don't have to wait till the new year to do something new for yourself. You can start now. You can start tomorrow. You can start tonight. You can start right now. So, um, yeah, just get better and we will catch you next year. Peace.